Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Thursday, September 14th. I'm reading in Matthew chapter 10, starting in verse 26, and I'll go through the end of the chapter. Then we're going to finish up the Psalm 18 today, beginning in verse 25, and we'll go all the way through verse 50, which is the last verse of that psalm. Um, In the book of Matthew, we are in a difficult passage today. It's a passage about the cost of following Jesus where Jesus is reminding his disciples that he is sending out not to fear. Verse 26, So do not be afraid of them, for there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed, or hidden that will not be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roofs. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside the Father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household." Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of the little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward." I want to talk about two verses in this passage. First, verse 28. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. I am just seeing a theme again and again in the scriptures as we read through Matthew of the fear of the Lord, that we should be a people who do not fear those around us. But fear God, reverence Him, are in awe of Him. 
And then in verse 38, I've always found it curious that Jesus uses this idiom of taking up the cross to follow him way before, I guess three years before maybe, he goes to the cross himself. Now, I know that Jesus was preparing his disciples that one day he would go to the cross and they just didn't want to hear it. But I was curious as to whether this was an idiom. This was a saying that was used prior to Jesus. And I read online about it. And and ultimately, I think that no, this was not something that people said, take up your cross. Like, in other words, you're going to your death for me or be willing to die for me. But Jesus is shockingly telling his disciples that this is the life that they are called to. And it was probably very hard for them to hear. In fact, much of this passage is difficult to understand. And so, Lord, we just bring it to you. We don't know what it means that we have to love you more than our father or mother and that there's going to be division between us because of you, that you've come to bring a sword and and not peace. We know that you come to bring peace to our souls. Look again at verse 34. Do not think that I came to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. According to my study Bible notes, at first glance, this saying sounds like a contradiction of Isaiah 9, 6, where, it's, where Jesus is called the Prince of Peace, and of Luke 2, 14, where it says, On earth, peace among men. And, and John 14, 27, where, where Jesus says to his disciples, Peace I leave with you. It is true that Christ came to bring peace, peace between the believer and God, and peace among men. Yet the inevitable result of Christ's coming is conflict between Christ and the Antichrist, between light and darkness, between Christ's children and the devil's children. This conflict can occur even between members of the same family. Let's turn over now to the Psalms. Psalm 18, verses 25 through 50. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the devious, you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but bring low those whose eyes are haughty. You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, His way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in Him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. He trains my hand for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You make your saving help my shield, and your right hand sustains me. Your help has made me great. You provide a broad path for my feet, so that my ankles do not give way. I pursued my enemies and overtook them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. I crushed them so that they could not rise. 
They fell beneath my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You humbled my adversaries before me. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight, and I destroyed my foes. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them. To the Lord, but he did not answer. I beat them as fine as wind-blown dust. I trampled them like mud in the streets. You have delivered me from the attacks of the people. You have made me the head of nations. People I do not know now serve me. Foreigners cower before me. As soon as they hear of me, they obey me. They all lose heart. They come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Praise be to my rock. Exalted be God my Savior. He is the God who avenges me, who subdues nations under me, who saves me from my enemies. You exalted me above my foes. From a violent man you rescued me. Therefore I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing the praises of your name. He gives his king great victories. He shows unfailing love to his anointed, to David and to his descendants forever. Thank you for listening along as we read God's word together. Here in Psalm 18, verse 26, I noticed the word shrewd. That's not a word I say often. But I remembered in our reading yesterday in Matthew 10, verse 16, Jesus says that very word, shrewd. He says, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. In this passage, Jesus is calling us as his disciples to be shrewd. And in the psalm, God is shrewd or he is discerning when it comes to the people who are evil. I think that Paul makes a very similar point in Romans 6 and verse 19. He says, I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. Will you pray with me? Father, help us to be a people who are innocent as doves and as shrewd as serpents. Give us wisdom beyond measure in our situations, in our families, in our lives. Help us to see the bigger picture, your kingdom come. Help us not to get too focused in on the minutia today. Lord, bless and keep my brothers and sisters. Make your face to shine upon them, Lord. Be gracious to them. Please lift up your countenance upon them. O mighty God who sits enthroned in the heavens, we praise you. Jesus, our Lord, who sits at the right hand of the Father, we bow before you. Holy Spirit, who lives within us, teaching us, comforting us, and spurring us along to love and to good deeds. We pray all this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.